The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Learn more at usbank.com newsroom. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, October 19th. In today's news, a gold star father says he was stiffed by President Trump. Twitter is under fire for letting a Russian bot pretend to be the Tennessee Republican Party, and Spain is plunging deeper into a constitutional crisis. But first, the big idea. What Jeff Sessions wouldn't say was more revealing than what he did. The attorney general was the personification of a hostile witness yesterday during a contentious five-hour oversight hearing. There were several yes or no questions that should have been easy for him to answer, but he refused. Sometimes what someone won't say is more interesting than what they do. That was the case yesterday. The attorney general set the tone early in his first appearance before the Senate Judiciary Committee since his January confirmation by saying in his opening statement, I can neither assert executive privilege nor can I disclose today the content of my confidential conversations with the president. He used that assertion in sort of a blanket way to not answer question after question. On the subject of special counsel Bob Mueller, Sessions said that he's not been interviewed by him yet. But as Mueller's team requested an interview, Sessions initially said, I don't know. I don't want to come in here and be trapped. On the subject of whether or not Trump told him that getting rid of FBI director Jim Comey would, quote, lift the cloud of the Russia investigation, Sessions said, quote, I will not confirm or deny the existence of any communication with the president. He declined, frankly, to reveal anything about what the president said before axing Comey. When Sessions was asked yesterday questions like, can the president pardon himself or can the president pardon someone under investigation by Mueller before he or she has even been charged, Sessions said he hadn't studied the issue. His other go-to line was that he'd send a written answer later, even though Democrats have complained publicly for months that Sessions never replies to their letters. Sessions also wouldn't say whether he was aware of Trump's draft letter detailing some of the real reasons that he wanted to remove Comey, which Mueller's team has been reviewing. He was just as evasive on the subject of whether federal contractors can now discriminate against LGBTQ people under guidance he issued earlier this month. And he wouldn't say whether he coordinated with the Texas attorney general before persuading the president to get rid of DACA. One of the most chilling moments from yesterday's testimony came when Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar asked Sessions point blank, will you commit to not putting reporters in jail for doing their jobs? Sessions replied, well, I don't know that I can make a blanket commitment to that effect. The main headline out of the hearing is that the nation's chief law enforcement officer is still getting his story straight on his interactions with the Russians. Sessions said it is, quote, possible that some comment was made with Ambassador Sergei Kislyak about what Trump's positions were on the issues. Sessions previously insisted that he did not recall any specific political discussions at all. But then the Washington Post reported in July that Kislyak had reported back to his superiors at the Kremlin that the two had discussed campaign-related matters, including policy issues important to Moscow. A final word. One thing that Sessions did say definitively is very important. Senator Ben Sass, a Republican from Nebraska, asked whether the U.S. government is doing enough to prevent Russian interference in future elections. Sessions said, quote, we are not. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, 
The father of a deceased soldier says that President Trump offered him $25,000 a few weeks after his son was killed in June, but he never came through with the cash. The president also offered to help him establish an online fundraiser for the family, but he didn't do that either. This is the second time this week that the president has been accused of disrespecting fallen soldiers. The mother of a soldier who died said that Trump disrespected her son in a phone call to his widow. She said that the president said, quote, he knew what he was signing up for, but I guess it hurts anyway. Trump said that's fabricated. He didn't say it. Trump has also faced questions this week about whether he has called or written to the parents and spouses of those killed. Number two, Russian operatives used a fake Twitter account that claimed to speak for the Tennessee Republican Party to persuade American politicians, celebrities and journalists to share select content with their massive lists of followers. The list of prominent people who fell for the Russian plot includes political figures like former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, celebrities like Nicki Minaj, and media personalities like Ann Coulter. The spread of links from the account shows the remarkable reach of a disinformation campaign that harnessed the power of American celebrity and the immediacy of social media to propel propaganda further, faster, and more cheaply than would have been imaginable just a few years ago. Number three. Spain's central government announced Thursday that it will quickly move to take control of the autonomous Catalonia and restore constitutional order after the region's president refused to back away from a push for independence. The move is unprecedented in Spain's 40 years since the fall of Francisco Franco and puts Spain on the brink of a real constitutional crisis. Pro-independence activists in Catalonia went into rushed meetings to organize mass demonstrations. In Barcelona, there's widespread anxiety over possible clashes between national police and pro-independence demonstrators. That's The Daily 202 for Thursday, October 19th. You can read much more about what Sessions did and didn't say yesterday in my newsletter at WashingtonPost.com Daily 202. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>